despite the times right now, there's still a lot you can do with yourself and for yourself in order to keep going and to stay positive and to, you know, build something new, maybe a lot of things, a lot of good things usually come out of bad situations. Hey, mamas, welcome to the more than a mother podcast, where we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mother at the same time. I am your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am helping you find the freedom to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, friends, welcome back to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am back with you again for another great episode. If this is your first time listening at More Than a Mother podcast, we are helping moms to create a life outside of motherhood without sacrificing their family time. We believe that moms can pursue their dreams and be great moms at the same time. My guest today is Angie Webb, founder and CEO of Virtue Savvy Online Business Management. Angie is an online business manager that helps fellow entrepreneurs streamline their businesses so they can scale to the magnitude they dream of. I sat down today and talked with Angie about how she made the transition from paralegal to virtual assistant to online business manager. She shares how she took her 20 years in the legal field and transferred those skills she had learned from her career into her own successful online business. Angie also shares with you tips and tools on how you can start your own online business as a virtual assistant or online business manager. Let's dive in to my interview with Angie. Hey, Angie, how are you? I'm good, Luan. How are you doing? I'm great. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so excited to have you here as my guest today. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So before we get started, can you please introduce yourself to my audience? Sure. My name is Angie Webb. I live in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. I'm a mother of four little ones, ages 11 seven, five, and three. And I own a business uh, called Virtue Savvy, which is an online business management service. So I provide back-end operations management to various businesses. That's awesome. And that is so needed, especially during these times that we're in where a lot of people are switching over to virtual work. Exactly. Yeah. So before we get into all that you do for your business, as you know, at More Than a Mother, we believe that you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time. None of us wake up and we are suddenly the great person that we are today. We (laughs) all have a story to tell and things that we can share with the world that can perhaps help someone else to be inspired and transform their lives. So with that being said, can you share what your aha moment was that led you to the path that you're on today? Sure. So as I said, I'm a mother of four. So that in itself is uh, a pretty big handful. When I was on mat leave with my first, my firstborn, Michaela, she, I loved it. It was, it was fabulous. And at that point, I sort of started getting a little bit of a rumble of wanting something a little bit more or different than the regular nine to five. So at that point, I didn't really do too much. I thought, you know, maybe I should start a blog or maybe I should, you know, the, the thoughts just started coming at that point. Nothing really was taking place at that point, though. So 
after my fourth child, I was home for a longer period of time because my employer at the time, actually, we'd had pay issues in terms of they had switched over their payroll system. And this is for like hundreds of thousands of employees. Like it's a major um, employer here in Canada. And I was having everybody was having a whole lot of problems with respect to getting paid properly or on time or at all. So well, I, I was took an extended leave with my son because I thought I can't go back and have four kids in daycare, you know, cause my older two were in school full time, but right. they still needed aftercare. So I said, I can't do that. Not risk, you know, risk not being paid. So I took another year off after that. And at that point I thought I still need to contribute somehow and make some money. So that was a huge sort of aha moment for me because even being employed with an employer that's very secure, usually it just goes to show you that anything can happen. And it just really showed me not to have all of your eggs in one basket because that completely disappeared. My income just went away just like that. So, and it wasn't something we were prepared for. It wasn't something we were expecting. We're really lucky here in Canada because we've got one year mat leave and my employer tops me up to 90% of my pay. So (laughs) it's amazing. I mean, I'm completely thankful for them and it's, it's been a blessing for sure. They're actually fairly flexible more so than a lot of others would be in that regard. But it just sort of that. So not having my pay wasn't something we were expecting and it wasn't something we'd sort of planned for. So when that disappeared, it was kind of a reality check to say, okay, you need something else or instead of, or, you know, whatever the case may be. So while I was off, I started a virtual assistant business because my background is actually in law. So paralegal. So I thought I can do this. I can help people out from home. It's going to help them. And then, you know, let me bring in some income as well. So I'm not putting everything onto my husband fully. Um, So I started with that and I actually really, really enjoyed it. It was flexible. I could still have Noah running around and, you know, I was working when I could. There was no, you know, demands really. So it was really good in terms of flexibility for our lifestyle. So I started there, but then, you know, I I decided I needed a little bit more and that's where I went into the the OBM um, side of things. Yeah, well, I'm sure that was just totally unexpected. I mean, no one expects to, especially when you're living in Canada and you guys have the maternity leave for that one year period and you're getting paid and those type of things. I can only imagine what type of kind of whirlwind that was when suddenly your pay is just gone and that's not something like you prepare for. Not at all. No. So it was, it was really eye opening and thinking, you know, even, even the most secure you're not ever fully secure. So right. you need to make sure that you're you're taking steps and matters into your own hands and not relying fully on, you know, somebody else or one source of anything. So yeah, it was it was a learning um, opportunity for sure. It was definitely a lesson. Right. So as you're going through that moment and your pay is withheld and you're just not knowing what is going to happen, like how are you feeling during that time? Like what was going through your mind? Oh, it was, it was stressful. It was really stressful because my husband is, he's commission-based. And at that point he was having issues with his pay as well. So we both kind of ended up having a significant impact, both of us on our incomes at the same time. So it was, we had it coming from both ends. So it was completely, completely a stressful time, especially, you know, I've got a one-year-old at home 
and, you know, still a mom of four, that's stressful enough as it is. And my, my second youngest, Brianna, she was at home as well with me. And then I ended up having to put her into preschool for a couple of days, just because she really needed it. She needed more stimulation. And quite frankly, I needed it as well so that I could have a little (laughs) bit of a break um, to get stuff done and to just, you know, have some time with Noah and, you know, make sure that I can focus on one at a time. So yeah, it was, it was a juggling act for sure. Yes. And I'm sure it's still constantly a juggling act because I think that as moms, we're always juggling something. So yeah, that's oh, a great yes. way to put it. So so what type of obstacles or things did you encounter during that time you were trying to build your virtual assistant business and mother and all those other things? Oh, there was a few. So I'd never, I mean, I had 20 years in the legal field in, you know, in a support capacity. So I'd started out as an assistant and then, you know, grew into a paralegal role. So I knew I, I, I had the skills and I knew what I was doing in that respect, but to bring that online, I wasn't specializing in law online necessarily. It was just, I was bringing the, the transferable skills with me into this business. So I had to learn about all of the online space, mm-hmm. right? So all of the applications and the email management, which is pretty similar, but just, you know, last pass and trying to log in to everybody's stuff and, right. you know, find out about digital marketing and, you know, email newsletters and MailChimp and CRMs and project management tools and all of that. So, you know, while I had the tangible skills, and I think a lot of people can do this, there's still that learning curve to now figure out an entirely new space to use it in, right? So how does this apply to what I'm now doing? And how do I transfer it over? And what are the things that I need to learn now in order to do that? So that was basically, I think the biggest, the biggest challenge. And then of course, just you still have kids running around, you're still, you know, changing diapers and making lunches and needing snacks and putting kids down for naps or dealing with sick children in amongst all of that. So you know, it's, it's never, it's never um, a dull moment. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I think that is just great. Just speaking to how you are able to juggle and manage it and get things done, even with children running around and things going on. And I think that is even great for this time that we're in right now, where this pandemic is just all around us and people are really losing control of things that they have control over. So I feel yeah. this interview is kind of coming right on time because you experienced something of the unknown to where your pay was withheld. I mean, now we have families that are being, they're non-essential. So they're home, they're losing their pay, they're having to navigate and find a different way. So I think it's great that you're here as an example that you can take those skills that you have from the work field and put them online and start to do things of that nature. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And I think anybody can do that. Everybody has no matter their background, everybody has transferable skills that they can bring with them into a different field, you know, hands down. So, you know, I think that despite the times right now, there's still a lot you can do with yourself and for yourself in order to keep going and to stay positive and to, you know, build something new. Maybe a lot of things, a lot of good things usually come out of bad situations. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, now to me is a time of opportunity and a time to build because as you said, having all of your eggs in one basket, I mean, people have what they thought of as secure jobs. So everyone is relying on this paycheck to come however often it comes. But now we see how something as, as 
well, some say simple as a virus, but how a virus can kind of just take over everything the and then yeah. the world. I mean, because every all around the world, everyone's experiencing this and people are without work, without pay. And it just speaks to the importance of recognizing and staying in touch with your dreams and goals so that you're not relying on this one source of income, this one source of pay. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really good. So when you were transferring your skills online, because I think this may be something that someone needs to hear, and you were trying to figure out where to start, like what was like the kind of first step? or What is the first step that someone could take if they're in this world of I need to do something because I don't have this pay coming in right now? So honestly, Google. That was my best friend. I went to Google University. I Googled everything. YouTube is your best friend because you can literally learn to do anything on YouTube. So between the two of them, I actually found um, a couple of really good um, mentors, I guess is what you could call them, in the virtual assistant space, as well as the OBM space through Google, people who've already done the same thing that I was trying to do. And so you've got people that can kind of direct you and lead you into how to get there. And then there's, there's YouTube videos that can tell you everything you need to know as well, whether it's how to start up, what you need, what software applications you need to have, what types of, what types of VA services or OBM services you can offer your clients, what, you know, you'd like to get into, what might match your personality and your skills. So there's really everything out there on the internet that you need to build something on your own, for sure. Yes, and I definitely agree with that because Google and YouTube are just gold mines, in my opinion, because you can put in a phrase and then anything can pop up. And I think that speaks to beyond even just VA and OBM, just anyone listening. Like if you have a skill set and you're finding yourself needing to bring in some income, whether you have a job or you don't have a job at the moment Mm -hmm. or you just want to do something more with your life, I think it's just important to point out, go to Google, go to YouTube, look up the things that you're interested in. And nine times out of 10 or probably 10 times out of 10, you can find a way to monetize those skills and start living your dreams in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of motherhood, in the midst of everything. You can still find that time to manifest those dreams. Absolutely. 100%. And I think it's really important as well. You know, if you can find those people and podcasts are another amazing thing. Like I'm listening to podcasts constantly, usually in the car, but now we're not really going anywhere. So right. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. I try to listen to them as much as I can kind of hiding in the corner of a house, uh, hiding in a corner of the house somewhere. But that's another great resource because, you know, and books, books is another thing I, I love to read. So whether it's audible or whether it's a physical book, because I know that's another difficult thing to, to even get right now is, is actual books, but mm-hmm. audible is still great. And there's just, there's a ton of resources that are out there that can kind of help you figure out what it is that you want to do, or if you have an idea already, can help you get there, you know, the steps that you need to take, because a lot of people will have an idea or they've got a vision or, you know, something swirling around in their brain, but they just don't know how to action it and they don't know how to put it out there in the world. So there's, there's between the internet and podcasts and books, there's definitely, tons of resources. And if you can find a mentor who's already done it, even better, because in that way, you've got somebody who's been there and walked those shoes and you can kind of follow in their footsteps. Yeah, that's true. Because mentors, I think, really make a big difference because we can watch a lot of videos and Google, but when you're actually connected to someone that has done it 
And they started where you were and have now built this platform, built this foundation, built this business. And you're able to connect with them and speak with them and work through it with them. I think that puts it on a whole different level because you have that one-on-one or group experience with this person that is telling you, okay, this is what I've done. This is how it can be done. And to me, that is a different experience than what the internet can provide. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's definitely, if it's something that you can invest in, if it needs investing in, I wholeheartedly support that because it just, you're literally having a teacher that can teach you the steps that you need to take. And it, it takes the time. It gives you your time back because you're not sort of floundering around like a fish out of water, trying to figure out what it is you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. And if you've got any, you know, things that you need to just even speak through or anything like that, whether it's a community that you can find of people or, you know, an individual who can mentor and coach you, I think both of those avenues are super and definitely are needed in order to, you know, build something of your own. Yeah, that's true. And you have to be willing to invest in yourself, even if it's on a small scale or getting into those groups where you may not have to make such an investment. But I think investing in yourself is very important because, as I said, you're either going to spend the time or you're going to spend the money. So sometimes when you spend the money, it cuts back on the time that you're on Google, on YouTube, trying to figure it out yourself. But even if you're not at the point to where you can invest, I mean, just still take advantage of those communities, of those groups to where you're actually able to network and connect with people. Exactly. And the free, all the free resources, they're there. They're there. So if you're not at a point where you can invest and not everybody is, and at the beginning, that's not usually the case anyways, you're usually trying to navigate things and figure things out on your own. And, and that's fine. And you can still, you can still do that because you've got the resources like Google and YouTube and then find maybe on Facebook groups or something like that. Other, other people, you know, that have been there and you can get that community and you can bounce things off of other people or, or ask them if they've been in this situation before and how you deal with this problem. So, you know, thankfully we've got the internet and it just, it provides us a whole other world and uh, so many doors of, of opportunity. Yes. So tell me more about what you're doing now. I know you started as a virtual assistant, but now you've uh, transitioned over to OBM, which is online business managers. Can you tell me more about that? Yes. So while I was as a VA, like I said, I just, I knew that I'd worked really hard, even in, in my corporate job to get out of the assistant role. So I thought I want more, I can do more. So what else is out there after this? And I actually ended up taking an online certification to become a certified online business manager. So that was a course in itself. So that's, you know, somewhere I invested in myself um, in order to take that course. So I made that sort of transition from VA to OBM, where it's more of a higher level support role. So you're still supporting the business owner, but you're doing so in a managerial capacity. You're not the doer of all things at that point. You're the overseer of all things. So you're making the project plans. Usually you're putting the people in place in order to execute those plans. And if the business doesn't have the employees or or the subcontractors, the team members, I should say, I guess, in place for it, then it would be up to me to go and and find those people. So there's a lot of things that we do as online business managers, but it's just sort of a higher level support role. We're there to carry out the vision of the business really, and to provide support and the manager, like the management of the back end operations. 
so the business owners can step back into their zone of genius and they can continue to create and continue to network and make those connections with clients. And they're not, you know, in the weeds and having yeah. to make sure that everything's getting done or doing it themselves or whatever the case is. Right. So you're kind of like making the life of the business owner easier, as you said, so that they can operate in their zone of genius and they're not worried about all the little all the detail, I won't say little because it's no. some details are big, but they're not worried about all the details and fitting everything together. They're really able to go into that zone because a lot of people start businesses because they have a passion and everything, but there's so much back end stuff that has to get done. So you're kind of that person that oversees all the different team members to make sure that these pieces get done. That's right. Exactly. So I like to say I make sure that everything gets done on time the right way and by the right people is sort of what it all kind of boils down to. So, (laughs) yeah. And that's good. I mean, that's important because you can make sure and you can oversee and get things done. But if you don't have those right people, as you mentioned, that could really throw off a project. So it's such an important role to have because you're able to, if you have to go out and recruit the members and all that, you're able to vet them and make sure that you have the right people on the team. So that is very important. Exactly. Yep. I hope you are enjoying this episode as much as I am. Before we dive back into this great episode, I just wanted to take a moment and answer one of the most frequent questions that I get asked all the time. People are constantly asking me, Lawan, how do you do it all? You're working, running a business, raising a family, you have a podcast, a spouse, a life, and you are just doing all these things. Girl, I need to know, how are you doing it? Well, I'm excited to announce to you that I have put together a signature process for how I get it all done. My course, From Overwhelmed to Organized, Managing Family, Business, and All Things in Between, will finally answer the questions for you as to how I do it all. This course is designed to help you stop being busy, help you figure out work-life balance, how to set boundaries, and get your priorities in order. And we do all of this in this course and so much more. I mean, are you tired of feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and anxious? Are you ready to reduce that overwhelm, minimize the guilt in all areas of your life? And how about that work-life balance thing that is just always there? Are you ready to stop struggling to achieve it and instead find a way to create a plan to become more productive and less busy? Because time is of value and I don't want you wasting any more time spinning your wheels. I put together this course to help you dive through and answer all those questions and come up with your own process to get it all done. That's right. I do this every day. I do it all the time. I would not teach you anything that I have not actively done myself. So if you are ready to go from overwhelmed to organized and finally get things in your life in order and get your plate a little more balanced out so that you can reach that state of feeling balanced and not just constantly chase after work-life balance, I invite you to head over to my website or click the link in the show notes so that you can get enrolled in the course from overwhelmed to organized, managing family, business, and all things in between. 
I can't wait to see you inside the course and take this journey with you. This course is truly life-changing. It is a process that you can use over and over again. And trust me, I wouldn't give you anything that I don't do myself. So believe me, I know it works because here I am on this podcast and doing all the things and I still have my sanity. And best of all, I'm doing all of it without sacrificing my family time. So if that sounds like a plan to you, hit the link in the show notes or head over to my website and sign up now for my course from Overwhelmed to Organized. Now back to this great episode. So as a mom, how are you finding that you're able to manage it all? I don't know that I necessarily manage it all. <laughs> it depends on the day. It depends on the day. And honestly, I just try to do my best. I've learned through this whole process that not everything is necessarily going to get done the way you picture it. So, and sometimes things don't get done in the time that you're picturing it either. So I think the big key is to be flexible and really embrace flexibility. It's it's such a great skill to have because I mean, especially as moms, anything can pop up. Somebody could have an accident in their pants right? or <laughs> somebody could get sick or, you know, they just, they need you for a specific thing and you're not sitting down like you would be in an office, fully committed, fully focused for seven or eight hours a day you're really still juggling everything at home. And it's nice because you can be there for your kids and you don't have to worry about it. You can be there for the appointments. You can do the the doctor's appointments and really be more involved with them, but you're still able to fulfill yourself as well and contribute to your household. So it's, it's amazing, but the flexibility portion of it is definitely you need to you need to have that and I mean it's something you can learn as well because when you're when you're used to sitting down and having dedicated amount of time at a desk without kids running around screaming around you know behind you it's it's a big transition and it's it's a big change because all of a sudden you're you know you're literally trying to what feels like do it all working and having the kids and preparing the meals and you know tidying the house so you know some days things don't go as as planned and they don't get done and neatly wrapped up with a bow. And that's okay because, you know, that's life. So it's just to, you know, have, have, you know, acceptance and and grace with yourself to understand that we're not super women. And there was nothing put upon us at birth to say, we must do it. We must do it all. And we must do it all well every single day. So, yeah. That's yes, right. And flexibility is so important now because so many of us have found ourselves now in these roles to where we're used to being at work and dedicating those seven, eight hours at a desk and having that dedicated time. So I just think it's important to speak to that flexibility because life is happening. As you said, life happens and life is happening all around us. So now we're working from home and taking care of kids, helping them with schoolwork, hiding the house, cooking meals. And it has been a whirlwind for a lot of mothers and their lives. So throwing out that importance of being flexible and recognizing that your days aren't going to look like how they did before, so to speak, because you don't have that dedicated time at work or your kids have their dedicated time at school everyone's in this whole melting pot mishmash, whatever's happening right now. (laughs) We're all trying to figure it out. So 
giving yourself that grace. I like that. And being flexible in this time will take a tremendous amount of pressure off. So absolutely. And it's, and it is a transition. So anybody who's in it right now, just realize that. And everybody is going through the same thing. And I, you know, I even said the other day, I thought, you know, in a time where the world is telling us to slow down, we as mothers seem to have to go a thousand miles faster than we once did. Because now we've got, you know, working, working from home, childcare and teaching all on our shoulders that we've just, you know, we've just replaced four different people with us. Right. Yeah, that is true. I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, where everyone's yeah. slowing down and all that, we're all like, okay, now we got to figure out how to teach, how to do all this. And <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are, I mean, we have the best intentions, but I think it's just important to realize that we're not all teachers and that's okay. Don't yep. feel that we have to do this whole school, plan this whole school day out and think school is going to look like it does when our kids are at school. So exactly. I think it's okay. As long as they're learning something and doing some work, it's okay, moms. Exactly. And you know what? I'm taking this time with my kids too, because I find with, you know, the usual hustle and bustle of life, there's a lot of life skills that they're not learning. So I'm taking this time as well to be, you know, to be cognizant of that and to make sure that I'm teaching them this stuff. So, you know, whether it's laundry or whether it's baking, which is still math and science. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're learning at the same time, you know, whatever it is, is just, you know, this is, this is what needs to be get needs to get done. And I don't, I'm sure other people are probably in the same situation. We did have a cleaning lady once a week now with four kids. I mean, you know, that lasts for 15 minutes and mm-hmm. <laughs> we're back to <laughs> chaos in the house, but it's nice while it lasts, but now it's, you know, it's back to us. And so, yeah, the kids are being recruited and we spend time every single day getting, getting some, some tidying up and some chores done. So I've got a routine on a daily basis. My kids thrive off of routines and so do I. So it just, it helps keep uh, a float of the day. So mm-hmm. we'll get up, do breakfast, we'll um, do chores, and then either do outside time for a bit. I, I've been figuring things out, you know, I was going to do schoolwork at first, and then do some outside time. But depending on the day, they need to let off the energy first thing so that they can focus a little bit on schoolwork. So and then we'll do some lunch, quiet time, and kind of re replay the morning for the afternoon. So we kind of, you know, put it on repeat for the afternoon, but yeah, it's, and then we start dinner preparations and you know, that's it. So that's another thing I find that is really helpful, whether it's in this time or not to have, you know, I won't say a schedule because I don't want to put pressure on people. And I find schedules tend to do that because if you're not right on time for something, you feel you're, you're behind for the rest of the day. So either have a routine or a rhythm to your days so that you know what to expect. You're waking up in the morning, knowing how the day, you know, for the most part is going to unfold or what your goals are anyways, of how the day is going to unfold. And the kids do too. So there's no questions, nobody's sitting around, you're not wasting, um, you're not wasting your time trying to figure it out. You already know as soon as your feet hit the floor, you know, how the day is at least going to be outlined. That's good. Coming up with some type of rhythm or routine and finding one that works for you and realizing that not everyone's rhythm and routine are going to look the same. So it's okay. Figure out what works for you in your household. Exactly. Exactly. So what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your life journey so far? Oh my, that's a good question. (laughs) Oh, wow. I think, I think honestly, I think the most rewarding is the lessons that I've learned 
along the way. They're definitely the most valuable because, you know, and it kind of, you can use it in this, this day and age and in the virus and everything else. And what we're going through is, is that, you know, difficult situations usually bring about positive change, right? So we become more resilient or there's lessons in here that we learn, like don't put your eggs in one basket. Don't rely on one um, source. Don't, you know, just think that everything's going to go by completely unscathed and nothing's going to happen. Even, you know, even if you're trying to plan for it, something could still come about that you haven't planned for. I mean, who planned for a global pandemic, right? So we're all living that now. And that can happen in any, at any point in time, not even on that large of a scale, but you know, your income goes away for whatever reason in just stuff like that. So I feel like the lessons that I've learned to this point, I'm really um, aware of them and I'm trying to take away the positives of everything and use them going forward so that I can better myself and, you know, maybe not, not be in those situations again, or if, if I am, you know, better prepared and knowing sort of how to better move forward. So that's, I think that's the, that's the biggest, biggest aspect, I think is just sort of, you know, the, the reality hits you in the face pretty hard sometimes. So take what you can out of it and use it for the better going forward so that that period of time, you know, isn't in vain. It's not all for nothing because we can really get bogged down with, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, you know, changing the perspective and looking at it more as, you know, this is happening for me. How is this happening for me? And what can I take away from it? That's good. How is it happening for me? And what can I take away? Because yes, life is full of lessons. So when we get those takeaways, those are really good to go through the hard times, the challenging times, but realize there's a lesson in it and pulling that lesson from whatever that difficulty is and then seeing how it worked for you. So that's really good. Yeah. So what tip could you offer to a mom that may be struggling right now to find her way or manage life or deal with this craziness that the world has given us today? What's one tip that you could offer? I mean, I think the best thing is don't, don't be hard on yourself. And if you're stuck and if you're trying to, you know, move forward in some way, don't get stuck in your head. I know I am really bad with that because I tend to overthink. The overthinking isn't going to change it. Action will. So even if it's a small little step, even if it's just literally, you know, figuring something out, researching something on the internet, trying to solve a small problem, that small feeling of accomplishment will act as motivation and momentum for you to carry on and continue moving forward or even start you moving forward. Because a lot of the times we're just, we're in analysis paralysis and we're stuck in the mud and we can't really, we don't know which way to go and we don't know how to get there or how to get out of it. So I think that's, that's really, really important is just to sort of do something, even if it's a small little step. And even if it's something around the house, you know, if you're sitting there and you're looking around and it's just utter chaos and you're trying to get organization, do yourself a favor and set a timer and say, I'm going to do one thing for 10 minutes so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. You know, I'll fold one basket of laundry or I'm just going to unload the dishwasher or, you know, whatever the case is, because you're not putting too much pressure on yourself, but that one thing being accomplished or those 10 minutes you're spending on that one thing will kind of act as a catalyst free to keep going because you're going to make yourself feel good and productive and confident because you're getting things done, but you're not 
fighting off so much at one time. Awesome. Thank you so much for that great advice. So where can our audience find you online? Because I'm sure there are a lot of business owners, a lot of people just trying to make transitions and they may need some help with managing their businesses. So where can we find you? So my website is www.virtuesavvy.com. And I'm also on Instagram as AngieWeb81. And I'm on Facebook as well under Virtue Savvy as well. So you can just search that in Facebook. Wonderful. Well, I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes so that everyone can easily find you. I thank you, Angie, for joining me today. This interview was phenomenal. Thank you so much, Luan. It was a real pleasure. And I think I think you're right. The timing was great. So I'm really glad that I could hop on here and, and speak with you about uh, all of this. And I'm hoping that your audience, you know, found some value in it and can take some positive things away from it. Me too. Thank you again. Thank you so much. How are you feeling about the More Than a Mother podcast? If you are enjoying this podcast, if you are enjoying this episode, please take a moment and screenshot this episode and share it with your network. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and share. Share this greatness with all the moms, all the women that you know, so that they can get in on this great More Than a Mother experience. This is truly a movement, truly something that I do for all of you and not just myself, because I really want to see a nation of empowered mothers who are out here living their dreams, pursuing their goals, and doing all of this without sacrificing family time or feeling guilty. So don't keep the greatness to yourself. Share this with all of your friends. Invite them to listen to the More Than a Mother podcast. I'm so excited and happy to have you on this journey, and I cannot wait to see all of your friends here as well. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to LawanMoses.com. I love for us to stay in touch. Make sure you leave your email address so I can send you inspiration, tips, and the latest updates. Or if you prefer, text the word MORE, that's M-O-R-E, to 302-440-4632. We have some great things coming up and I don't want you to miss a thing. Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep pressing because victory is yours.